Some businesses succeed, some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades, learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. Hey there, this is John. Just before we get into this episode with Jeff Schaub from Annapolis Marine Art Gallery, I wanted to let you know that we had a little bit of a technical difficulty with our recording, and we had to move to a plan B, so our audio is not quite up to par, and I do apologize for that, but I know you're going to enjoy this Legacy Business Spotlight with Jeff Schaub from Annapolis Marine Art Gallery. We jumped here onto the Annapolis Marine Art Gallery, which is right down on Dock Street, right? Dock Street? Yes. Dock, yeah, Dock Street. Dock Street. Down in downtown Annapolis, overlooking Ego Alley. Uh, you are a few doors down from one of my favorite hot dog stands in town, Pip's Hot Dogs, <laughs> which is... Uh, May it live forever. Um, absolutely. Not that there's that many hot dog stands in town, but I would do that. And we are here with the owner, Jeff Schaub. Did I pronounce that right? That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't. I, see, there was a potential there for me to mess that up. Schwab is the usual. Schwab? If Schwab is the usual mispronunciation. Okay. But Schaub. Schaub. Okay. Uh, we are here with the owner, Jeff Schaub, who I didn't realize that you've been here for 41 years. Yes. And um, have you always been in this location? Yes. We uh, we started here. Uh, two of the owners uh, of uh, the art gallery were originally Cindy McBride. Has McBride Gallery up Main Street now. Okay. She uh, early on she was bought out by the uh, the owner partner, and uh, Barbara Reed was the original owner. She owned it for twenty years, and then I came along. Okay. So you've had this now for second owner in forty one years. In, so for, in forty one years. years, and you have seen uh, well. You've seen a lot of changes down here, and uh... oh yeah, uh, we've seen a lot of change. But then Annapolis is as uh, averse to change, really. Uh, so, Get out! Yeah. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, right. But well, we've we've been pretty much uh, because of the fact that we depict the, the the activities and the heritage of what's here. Now, what, what's your background? Are you a conservator no, or a, uh, a, a businessman administrator? By profession, I went to uh, school with a degree, got a degree in public health, okay, and healthcare management, and uh, did that for 26 years all over the country. And then I decided I made enough money at that, and it plus it was going to kill me. It was a stress, stressful job. And I want to, I want to say this is probably a, a incredible bit. Of, even owning your own business is very stressful, but I think this is probably compared to a hospital administration. This is probably a, a walk in the park as far as the stress level goes. You have a purpose with this. You, it's, it's, it's a single purpose, and that is to, uh, I guess, the it's to be someone who uh, realizes the heritage that we have in maritime subjects. And this is probably one of the best time places in, in the country to reflect that. So it's to, to maintain the, the history, to protect it. And it's to depict what, what goes on here in, in ways that people mm-hmm. value. I'll tell you, I know uh, as we were waiting to sit down and talk around, I was, I was looking at some of the uh, the art that you mm-hmm. you have around, and it's uh, 
it's an incredible variety. Uh, you, you go from historical, you go to obviously there's a, a very big 100%, probably close to 100% marine slant to it. I think there's a few things that are on that necessarily. Uh, I, I love in particular the the whimsical crabs up on the front wall with the uh, the crab balls, the crab. Right, crabs, crabs mowing the grass. That's crab grass. Um, crab balls. Yeah, I, I think you know you've got Aubrey Bodine, a lot of Aubrey Bodine work. Do. Yeah. Um, who is uh, one of the preeminent photographers, I would say, of Annapolis right. and the Baltimore area, along with Marion Morin. Right. Um, I don't know. Do you have, do you have any Marion Morin stuff? Or? Rarely. Okay. Uh, Bodine uh, appeals to the sense of humor, the whimsical kinds of uh, aspects of, of the area. We have one called Crabs and Natty Bow, which shows uh, some waiters having dinner. And they have their the boards spread across their beer kegs and they're all cracking crabs. These are the waiters who generally who serve the stuff during their on hours and then their off hours they they dig in. Yeah. And that's back in the in the forties. Right. Is he, he's not still alive, is he? No, he died in 57. Okay, okay. Because I know that... Um, and Marion Warren died fairly recently, fairly recently. I think. Uh, Marion Warren was uh, attempted to... I don't think he was the same uh, photojournalist that Bodine was. He was more of a... He had an artistic uh, motivation to his, okay. to his thing. What have you, have you always been... You've always been in this location here? Yeah. Which I did... Um, and was the original gallery prior to you always here? Yes. I didn't realize that this uh, location was that old. Maybe I guess, well, I guess it... Well, it used to be an A&P. And then before that, people who know the ancient history, uh, this was started as a wax museum. A wax museum? A wax museum. What, like Tussauds? Sort of. (laughs) And I'm not sure exactly what they had as far as uh, figures, but it was a wax museum. Maybe it had Robert E. Lee on a horse or something. I don't remember what, I don't know what they had. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, well, we still have the quarry tile floor from the A and P out in the out in the hallways. I'm, I'm going to go take a look at that and I'll take notice. <laughs> see, see I, when you, when you live in town, you become jaded and you don't see a lot of a lot of the things. And I've always been an advocate of going on some of the tours that we've got. You know, mm-hmm. Watermark does some of the walking tours and, and you, you, even the ghost tours and the boat tours. You always end up picking up a little bit of something extra that you never really saw or noticed before. That's right. Um, and and that, that's actually part of why we're you know doing this is that there's some of these businesses that have just been been around forever. I am sure there's probably a lot of people that have walked past here and uh, looked in the window, but have, uh, aren't sure what what's going on. And then seeing this, I uh, honestly didn't know that you had a second floor. As embarrassed as I am to say, oh, it's well. like. <laughs> It's not, a, it's not a display area, but it, uh, people go up there and then we have things on the wall and they can go up there and look at whatever they want to look at. What How has the art changed in your 20 years? I mean, have, have you really changed? Has anything really changed in the way you're... I would say there are certain uh, uh, trends in, in marine art, just as there are in everything else. But people have gone to uh, away from, let's say, for that first, they've gone away from wildlife prints and... Uh, limited edition prints mostly uh, I don't th- I would say limited edition prints are are at a uh, low point in terms of uh, collectability uh, it used to be a real fad to collect everything okay and this is this is the the print of that golden lab sitting and sleeping on a bed right type, type of a well the artist is well that was Andrew Wyatt right remember that? Uh, but Wyeth and his limited edition prints 
are probably uh, fewer sold today than than uh, were in the past. I don't, I don't know. And, and people are looking for originals or well, yeah, different types of sculptures that you. They're looking for sculpture. They're looking for real things you can hold in your hand and you can you can value. I've got people who used to come in and buy five of the same print just to have them to uh, bank on their their the growth of their value. Huh. But now it's, uh, I think those people, at least temporarily, they're disappointed. You know, it's it's funny. Art, wine, and uh, and beer tend to be the same thing for me. I I can't tell you why I like something, but I can tell you that I do like it. Sure. And uh, I've, I've never been able to, I've never gone into, you know, wine, beer, art, and be able to say, oh, well, I like the way that the green's reflecting off of the, I don't right. see any of that. Yeah. I just like the picture of that fish. I love that striper, that right. bass that's about ready to, you know, strike on the lure that's uh-huh. sitting there. Right. Um, it's, it would look great in this room in my house or this in my office. And I, I think that, you know, you, you've got a, I'm looking at it out over your shoulder at the, uh, the bronze, Brass, brass, bronze sculptures oh. with the all sorts of uh, sculptures that are on the wall. Yes, um, yeah. Paul Lockhart does does scenes from the uh, the biosphere here in uh, herons and crabs, of course. Yeah, and we've got some rockfish, and of with course we've got some turtles and and, right. and and everything else. And but his sculptures are classically uh, this area. You know, we have we have a table where there's uh, reeds, and in in the reeds you can see a heron stalking, but you can't see the whole heron. It's just like uh, it's very naturalistic. Oh, that's neat. It's sort of hidden halfway. That's neat. Um, what you know? What again? What I think we mentioned before we started recording, but what mm-hmm. one time attracted me was after Isabel came through yeah. here, and for the longest time, and I don't know whether it's still in there. I didn't notice on my way in, but in the picture you have a big, long, stitched-together panoramic uh, mm-hmm. photograph of the flooding that we had in 93? No, no. 2003. 2003. I'm a decade off. Um, <laughs> and uh, when, for those that weren't here or haven't heard about it, this was a, hopefully, knock on wood, once-in-a-lifetime okay. flood that came through uh, after a Tropical Storm Isabel came up. It was a tropical storm at that point. And the water was standing just in reference point. You could probably be about ankle deep up where... Certainly where Buddy's was, but then uh, even a little bit further on, but even a little bit further up Main Street and uh, down here around Ego Alley, this was probably Three and a half. waist high. It was. Um, it was. And uh, <coughs> we saw it coming in that night. The winds were, were blowing and every, all the, the guys were standing around looking at each other and uh, you could tell they were... I My reaction was, I'm going home. We've done all we can and we're just gonna, I'm just going to let it hap- what happened happen. That's true. You're, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be able to push the water out the front door uh, or, or, or hold the window intact if the wind decides to take it out. It's just you need to deal with it. That's probably a very smart move. Yeah, well, people said, well, didn't you have sandbags? And I said, sandbags are fine, but the, the, all they do is create a barrier to the sloshing when the trucks go by. They mitigate the, the, uh, the turbulence, yeah. but it's still going to come in. That's true. 
talking about surreal. Try walking into your business waist deep in water. <laughs> um, what is selling in the art world now for you guys? Is it? Is it's, it? It's what has always sold. Uh, aspects of it that have always sold traditionally. It's Admiral Nelson and his three flagships, point painted by Jeff Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea life appeals to people. Uh, Willard Bond is always a, a crowd pleaser. People uh, think of Willard Bond, if they're sailors, sailing action, they find it really uh, captures all that motion and all the the lack of control when you're when you're sailing uh, in a race. Um, the imminent capsizing, uh, all the the motion of the water. And he does it accurately. So we have sailors who come in here and they say, nobody nobody does it like him. Right, right. Are you online as well? Oh yeah. As far as I mean, do you, do you find that? And you know, I, I'm going to venture to say that a lot of your artwork is probably shipped. Uh, you, you've got you've got a visitor that comes in here that uh, that shops in the gallery. Uh, they're probably not wrapping up a four foot by three foot. That's right. Painting and and, and taking it under their arm. True. Uh, do you, do you get a lot of business online or not really or is it's building but we don't our main uh, business our main uh, customer actually wants to come in and experience it. If they're going to buy something expensive, they want to experience it. You know, it's funny. I've talked, I've talked to several different retailers, and uh, and they say that there seems to be, you know, while the internet was really a challenge mm-hmm. and it, and hurt a lot of the retail businesses initially and the whole Amazon psyche that's going on out there. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people are seeing this change. That no, we we I do want to. I want to hold it. I want to feel yes. it. I want to see it. And certainly, if you're talking about something that uh, is an investment. Okay, if I'm buying a, you know, 250, just a little print to put on an easel on my desk, that's right. That's one thing. If I'm buying a $200 print, uh, that I, I want to be a little bit more sure of that. And I think exactly. that uh, I had a friend of mine that was a consultant up in the travel business that said one time, he said, when the internet first came, I said, you know, at some point there's going to be a conversation going, well, I'm going to go down to the store and, and, and see what they've got inside. And somebody's like, what, like, like really be able to hold the stuff? And, sure. and, and, and it is, it, it is starting to come back to that. I think that what's unique about Annapolis is the relationships that we build with the, with the customers and the community. Right. And I think that you, you're here, you're a person that you can shake, shake hands with. You can look right. them in the eye, um, work with you to make your decision as to what, what you want if they don't know what's coming in. And I find a number of stores are like that, whether they're selling clothing or, uh, you know, even, even I'm sure Chicken Roots does it too if you can't decide sure. what you're having for breakfast or, <laughs> or, or what type of, um, you know, print or what type of uh, sculpture would right. probably look good in a living room next to a fireplace or whatever it would be. Restaurants virgin because you can't eat, you can't eat their food unless you go there. True. We're we're okay because you can't really experience art unless you go there. Uh, there's all kinds of subtleties to art: the brushstrokes, the way it shines, the the way you feel about it in its presence is totally different than if you're sitting at the computer. Well, it's it's, it's an it's an emotional experience, it and, is. and uh, you know, as as I said, I mean, I sit there and I look at it and I go, wow, I really like that. Uh, you know, I. 
personally, I can't put my finger on why, but I, I do know what I like. And again, I, I don't ever remember getting something like that where I put it on the, um, you know, yep. you know, looking at a slideshow that, that comes across my computer. Mm-hmm. I've had jewelers in town. One of them is wrapping up his business. Uh, get very, uh, I guess, bitter about the Internet. Mm-hmm. And he holds up his phone saying, uh, we'd be okay except for this. And the phone represents the online purchaser. Well, to a degree, I mean, I think you need, I need, you need to be part of the internet. I mean, I think you've, you've got to be part of that conversation. Right. You have to be. Um, you know, it doesn't need to be your business, but you have, you have to be. You have to be part of that conversation. You have to be in the. Well, you have to. In order to beat them or, or be successful, you have to join them. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have our own website, but uh, I, I, I always have thought. Let's uh, let's go on Amazon. See how see how that uh, or Instagram. Instagram is much more pictorial than sure than Amazon. But both, you know. Right. Are you are you on Instagram? No, no. We we have a uh, we have a si- uh, presence on Instagram, but we actually don't sell through right. Instagram. Right. As twenty years here, what what positive changes have you seen downtown? What what positive changes have you seen for? Down here, Annapolis being the averse to change, just additional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, obviously something has changed for the positive. I mean, obviously there's some negative stuff that goes on too, as well. Sure. But I mean, you know, you've, you've you've shown the test of time. You've, you've That's you're true. here. You know, there's not a clearance sale in the you know banner <laughs> in, in the in the window, and so I mean, you know, something something had to work for you coming down here. And is is it the product that what well, works is our is our product? People find it, it the high quality. We have the top artists. Uh, there's no question about it. We've just been approached by the American Art Awards group, uh, and we've been named uh, the best art gallery in Maryland. I didn't realize that. Top art gal- gallery in Maryland. And, and you do have different gallery or different showings and different ex- exhibits, and uh, how often are they? They're just random. I mean, we, we, this is our, we have, these next two weeks are our two main shows, and then we have a show during, uh, usually during the Christmas season and during the October boat show. But we, we're not big on shows because people find uh, us a little inaccessible. Well, particularly got, during the during those festival types. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you've got you've got good exposure, sir. I mean, I mean, I mean, everybody. If you come to Annapolis and visit, and you don't get down to Susan Campbell Park, right? Uh, to just look out across the harbor, you might as well just go home and say you didn't go to Annapolis because that's where you have. So, which in, entails, of course, uh, walking right past your window. For the most part, people will right. go down the boardwalk along Eagle Alley, come around, and then come right back past your window. Sure, it's a super location, and people come in and uh, they look at art. They look at the original art, and those who aren't familiar with uh, what original art costs from a reputable artist, from a renowned artist, that's usually what determines the price of things. You, you've got that. I mean, and, and, and I think it, at any point you get a, a little bit of sticker shock with, depending <laughs> on no matter where, I mean, you could be worth millions of dollars and get sticker shock. I remember one time I was in New Orleans in an antique store standing under a chandelier. Yeah, and it was it was a chandelier, very sizable one. With my kids and I, I looked at the price price tag on it, and I went like, Ugh. and my kid says, "What what is it?" I said, "It costs more than our house." <laughs> I mean, it was a four hundred thousand dollars chandelier, which to me was just absolutely 
unfounded. But to turn around and see an original print by an artist that has the talent, the eye, the to put it together, yeah. frame for a beautiful piece of investment art that could go on my wall for you know twenty five hundred, forty five hundred dollars. Uh, it doesn't even need to be that much. Um, yeah, I'll you know, know sure. is well worth the. A lot of people are put off by it, but you have to explain to them this is an artist who is probably at the top of his craft, uh, well known, and that's really what determines the value of original art. John Stobart, who's a well-known artist, I mean, well-known is, is an understatement. He's world famous. He's considered the dean of the uh, marine nautical art field. He's 90 now, and he's getting, he's slowing down. But his things go, and we'll have some of those here uh, this weekend, some of his things go for three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars Wow. So I have some people coming See, in. See, that would be my sticker shock. Well, okay. If you show me one that's like 7800 bucks, I get it. What's the name? You have to know John, John Stobart and his, his renown uh, to appreciate it. But if you'd like to, you know, you come in and see it. And, and, and again, you know, that would be, for me, that would be something that I would look at, wow, I do like that. And, uh, right. or, or, or I don't like that. Yeah, and that's sure. how, how my art is. And then, you know, then, then it's just an argument between me and my wallet. Yeah. On the, you know, that's it. I'm trying to get the owner of the Stobart Annapolis scene, which you can see mm-hmm. up there, the print of it. Uh, he has the original oil, and uh, I'm not sure whether he'll want to put it up for sale or whether he'll want to just display it. But we'll have uh, bunches of other uh, Stobarts for sale that day. And they're, they're sticker shock, unless you know the market, you know? That is true. Everything in art is determined by how an artist markets himself, how the art world regards that name. Mm-hmm. Andrew Wyeth, very distinctive style. John Stobart, very distinctive style. Sure. And uh, I remember it certainly wouldn't be anything that you would ever carry, but the um, who was the guy that did the lights? And he, I think he just recently died. It was. Um, it was. Um, oh, you know, it had like the, the house in the woods and the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Kincaid. Um, never, never particularly cared for his artwork, but it was just absolutely. Uh, Again, like hotcakes. You either care for you either really like it or you you think it's trite. Those who like it, those who own his originals, probably have an asset that's going to appreciate over time. One of the ones that I, I when I was browsing the gallery I looked at that I really did like was the ones in the surf with the people in the surf. Oh yeah. The, the, the people are th- and I don't I didn't touch it because I know I, I know better. <laughs> but that they're three D. They're, yes. they're they're and I don't I don't know whether they're actually people that are glued onto the painting or whether that's paint that's that is little little stick people chromosome people and you look at each group of people and they're doing something else doing their own thing on the beach and and there's there's two of them that you got you've got a larger one and a a smaller one that I think are uh, just just absolutely fantastic I think it's very whimsical here I think you've got uh, and and it's not limited as we said to to paintings and sculptures Mm -hmm. Uh, I was looking in your in your glass case you've got some ship models which are just absolutely beautiful some of the skipjacks and some of the uh, bug eyes um, 
I don't think I saw a tall ship, but I think there might be. There may be. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a bug eye. Um, but, but you know, you've, you've, you've got the ship sculptures. You've got some glass sculptures. You've got, uh, I saw some jewelry. I saw some scrimshaw. Lots yes. of uh, scrimshaw with, uh, is it true scrimshaw with whalebone or is it? Well, no, with, it's actually. Um, the one I saw was kind of interesting. It's on the piano key. Right. Piano key is antique and it's uh, elephant ivory. But that's the only elephant ivory we would ever we ever even touch here is is something that otherwise piano keys being the case right. otherwise be thrown away disposed uh-huh. of but um, even then I'm, I'm just wondering whether uh, having that is um, encourages elephant ivory anyway I, I don't know it's hard to say I don't think so it's decorating what otherwise would be trash <laughs> right 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 usually the what we what we do have scrimshaw on is mammoth ivory and that is uh, mammoth, woolly mammoth elephants are always surfacing from the permafrost in the northern climes. And uh, mammoth ele- elephants that, that are extinct now, but uh, they're, usually their uh, tusks are intact. And their tusks are huge. They're 10 feet long. Wow. And that's what we use. That's what a lot of scrimshanders, which is the name are using now. artists, are using now. Interesting. But- Walrus ivory. But some of the the detail on them, and again, for those that aren't familiar with the scrimshaw, the art from, you know, way back when, I mean, is it the intricacies? I mean, I've seen, you've got some pieces here, the Thomas Point light, and you've got some boats and and everything else there as well. There's Uh uh, some wonderful prints of Annapolis, and I do love them. You've got several that have the point of view from atop the Capitol Dome. Exactly. Uh, Looking down there, you've got some uh, painting or some photographs that show Annapolis in days gone by, probably well before. Before you and well before me, for a sure. Photograph panoramic of 1906, and it's very interesting to see that. And it's, it's a different town. It's, yes, oh, it is. It's the old colonial Annapolis, and it was. It's taken in a panor- from a panoramic viewpoint. 1906, they had actually had cameras that would do that. It's That's it's great. almost from uh, 180. Just just took us 100 years to. <laughs> to put it put it into a cell phone to be able to, to be able to do that. Mike Ashford uh, took John Stobart up in a helicopter uh, to take the picture that resulted in his Stobart's Annapolis. Oh wow! Painting and then Stobart uh, did a great job of depicting it. Is that how is that how a lot of artists work? Is uh, a painting off of a, a photograph, or they do? Sure, that that okay. tells them what what's where and so forth. But Stobart took a daylight scene that he that was a photo, and then he decided where the the moon should go. Okay, she moved a couple times, and after he uh, painted it, it turned out okay. Well, fantastic. Well. If you want to just check out a slight bit of what you want to see uh, at Annapolis Marine Art Gallery, you can go to annapolismarineart.com. Yes. Uh, but I don't recommend you. Well, I do recommend you do that. But also, but more importantly, come on down to Dock Street in Annapolis. It's right at the corner of Dock and Craig. That's right. Is that the, the mm-hmm. side, little side street? Craig Street. Street. And overlooking Eagle Alley, it's Annapolis Marine Art Gallery. This is, I'm here with Jeff Schaub, who is the second owner in 41 years of a <laughs> very whimsical, very nautical obviously themed gallery but step on in you i think you'd be surprised at what you got this is a 
business that's been around for 41 years, you obviously know what you're doing. You know what what it, what it takes to succeed. And certainly, I want to say, uh, you know, congratulations on 40. What, well, thank what, you. What's your What's your do you have any future plans or? Well, no, no. I mean, uh, we're we've been successful doing what we're doing. The history of Annapolis is uh, very rich, and we will change little. We'll, we'll do little adjustments here and there, but we're going to be the same. But don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. That's correct. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Chef Shop, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for I Am Annapolis. Please be sure to visit IamAnnapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.